Hello, everyone. This is Barry Gelman, and you are listening to The Other RBG on the weekly portion. This week, Parshat Sav, where we talk about the interesting and enigmatic mitzvah of Teruma Tadeshen, the daily removal of the ashes from the altar. And this is how the Sefer Achinuch formulates the mitzvah, that the Kohen, the priest, remove the ashes each and every day from the altar, and this is what is called lifting of the ashes, Terumat Hadeshen. And this particular service in the temple is understood by some to serve a practical purpose, that the ashes had to be removed so that the sacrifices brought on the altar would burn better. The Sefer Achinuch offers a theological explanation when noting that the altar is clean to aggrandize the honor of the Beit HaMikdash of the temple and to glorify it with all of our ability. Of course, the temple, God's home, so to speak, needs to be cleaned on a regular basis. I would like to share a socio-religious interpretation of this mitzvah developed by Rabbi Shmuel Bornstein in his Shem Mishmuel. He notes that the ashes, the burnt, spent ashes of the altar, lack what he calls a life force, a chiyut, and their lacking of life force symbolizes a person who has lost hope of achieving any spiritual success. They've lost any sense of spirituality. People feel disconnected for all sorts of reasons. Some have trouble believing in a God who seems to remain hidden. Some have been turned off by negative experiences or comments or having been judged in a religious setting by religious leaders. Others experience suffering and have lost their faith. For some reason, it has caused them to reject religious beliefs. In the past two weeks, I've had conversations with religious leaders from other faiths who are trying to formulate caring and compassionate responses to young people who reject religious observance. In some cases, the decision leads them to physiological and mental health issues. This is a reality that crosses religious lines. So back to the Shem Mishpuel. He rejects losing hope and declares that everyone can rediscover faith. Mikol makom, lo yomar noesh. We cannot say we will give up hope. There are moments of right of kindness where there is the possibility of every person, even those who have lost their faith, of coming closer to faith. His solution is exquisite in that he ties it in with chesed, with kindness. There are, he states, moments of kindness that can serve as a doorway back to faith. And he notes that the ashes were removed in the morning, which represents kindness, maybe because the light represents a kind outlook or something that we could see, so it's, it's not frightening. For me, the message is clear. Torah chesed, a Torah of kindness, is the way to make religion and faith more attractive. A Torah achzariut, a Torah of cruelty, of strictness, lacking compassion, is a surefire way to chase people away from faith. Our tradition testifies this in numerous places. For example, Amar Rabbi Chama Bar Papa Kol Adam Chen Biadua Shuhire Shamayim Shinemar Chesed Hashem Meolam Vaad Olam Al Yireyav. So the Gemara says in the name of Chama Bar Papa, any person who has grace about them, it is certain that they are God fearing. 
And then he quotes a pasuk about kindness, a verse about kindness to make the point. But the kindness of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. When one sees that a certain individual is endowed with grace and kindness, one can be certain that that person is a God-fearing person. And the great philosopher and legal codifier Rambam Maimonides made this point that the foundational element of Torah is kindness. And then if we fail in that regard, we can actually ruin the Torah. And so he writes in his Laws of Shabbat, from this you may infer that the laws of Torah are not meant to wreak vengeance upon the world, but to bestow on it mercy, kindness, and peace. And he goes on, and it is written concerning those heretics that say that, desecra- that one cannot desecrate the Shabbat. About them, it says, in order to save lives, about them, it says, I too have given them statutes that are not good and judgments that they will not live with. What we see here is remarkable. While the Torah is mercy, kindness, and peace, it can be misused in ways that actually render it not good. And there are so many other sources along these lines, but I will share only one more. One more that I think really highlights the point. In the following halacha, Maimonides Rambam lays out the procedure for conversion. And he says that we inform the potential convert of the fundamentals of faith, the unity of God, the prohibition against the worship of false deities. We inform that person about some of the easy mitzvot and some of the more severe ones, and we inform that person of the transgression of not leaving leket, shichicha, peya, and the second tithe. That is amazing. Before a person is accepted as a convert, they must be informed and they must accept the notion of kindness as manifested in the requirement to leave portions of one's crops to the needy. And so the Shem Mishmuel concludes with an uplifting claim. Even one who is extremely degraded in, spiritually it is within their power to return to spiritual life. The way to faith is via a Torah of kindness that is taught with kindness and love. I want to close with one really important point. Even when Torah and religion are taught with and presented with love and kindness, not everyone will be attracted to it. And I know how heartbreaking this can be. Yet nevertheless, love and kindness is still the approach we must take. This is not only a practical strategy, as those who have left the fold may, with continued kindness, decide to re-enter. It is also the way of Torah to be understanding of circumstances and of the fragile nature of life. Shabbat Shalom.